From APM, this is the Dinner Party Download, your audio culture atlas. Subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for Chattering Class, in which we're schooled by an expert in some party-worthy topic. And the topic today is something you might drink at a party, sake. And our expert is Eric Shirai. His debut film is a gorgeously shot, quietly meditative documentary called The Birth of Sake. Debuts this Monday on PBS, and it details the painstaking traditional method of sake making at a single Japanese brewery. When we spoke, I started by asking Eric how sake was first invented. Uh, That's a hard one, but there is an old folktale. Like they say that uh, a woman actually spat on some uh, rice, (laughs) and basically the saliva, (laughs) when it hit the rice, sort of started to ferment. And I guess they say that that's the beginning of fermenting a rice that turned into this drink. Yeah, that seems like an apocryphal story. I'm pretty sure it didn't start that way. (laughs) But do we know maybe some evidence of when the first sake was made? I think it's about 2,000 years old. The film details a brewing season at the Todorigawa Brewery. Why did you pick that brewery? It's very serendipitous. I actually met the sixth generation, who's sort of the one of the main characters in my film. Yeah, the the young man who who's going to uh, inherit this brewery. I met him at a uh, New York City fundraiser I was having for a different film, and we started talking and we got along. And you know, Japanese people do this thing where you start talking and then you're like, you know, the next time you're in Japan, I'll look out for you. We'll go out for dinners. We'll get drinks. You know, blah blah blah. And nobody ever takes that <laughs> offer seriously. It's a very casual thing. And it sounds like Los Angeles, actually. <laughs> and so I think he was very pleasantly surprised when I ended up knocking on his brewery door saying I wanted to make this film about him and his brewery. But you did it purely because he seemed like a cool guy? or I wanted to, I wanted to make this first feature sort of as a tribute to Japanese people, Japanese culture, my own culture. Mm. And then when I went up there, I just the first thing he actually showed me was... Um, the room, the quarters that workers basically live, 10 by like 12 feet, very small room, and three to four people would share this room for six to seven months living there and working. And I thought, wow, this is crazy. I've never seen that sort of lifestyle, you know, yeah. and work ethic. Life for these sake makers is not easy. As you say, they live at the brewery for the six months at a time that it takes to, to make a batch, working pretty literally around the clock, never seeing their families. I mean, there's one point where the head brewmaster, Teruyuki, is actually seen checking on the sake late at night wearing PJs in his bathrobe. What kind of person does this job, is willing to shut off everything for half a year? Well, it's interesting because most breweries are actually done in sort of these rural areas in Japan, and it tends to be um, done by older farmers. Just the way how it ended up being is that, you know, most farmers, they work and harvest during the summer, obviously can't do anything in the winter. So it was sort of this like natural path to work at some place like a brewery so they can make money for the family during the wintertime. I see. Obviously things have changed and now you got sort of the younger generation. And I think the younger generation are just very passionate about making sake. Or That being said, though, you talk about a younger generation. You do note in the film that sake's popularity in Japan is in decline. And I'm wondering if part of it is because there are fewer younger people that are willing to maybe dedicate themselves in that way. I think the bigger issue with the decline in sake popularity in Japan is just there's so many more other things to drink. So people are becoming less and less inclined to drink the thing that was around all the time or is a part of their tradition. Mm. But I think as it becomes more popular abroad, especially in the States, more and more people appreciate that. Indeed. I mean, I'm wondering if even now, I mean, on your website, there's a link to buying this brewery's sake. Have they seen an uptick just since your film? Oh, yeah. But I'm not sure if they're really happy about it because (laughs) already at this point, they've already extended their season to be about seven months instead of six. 
and I think the more popular they become, <laughs> the more work they have to do, and I'm not sure if all of them are going to be happy about that. <laughs> they would like to see their families for a few months at a time, for God's sake. You've destroyed their lives. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, maybe take us through a shift at this place, which does really, it's almost around the clock tending of these vats of fermenting rice. What does it entail? Maybe give us a, a brief overview. Sure. Actually, my producer and I got firsthand. We lived there a while. So, we got a full taste <laughs> of what it feels like to be there. And uh, it's tough. You know, the, I think that one of the toughest things is that you have to wake up every morning around 4. They steam rice. That's the first thing they do for the day. They steam this rice. And some of it's brought upstairs into this hot, very humid um, koji room, sort of fermenting the rice pretty much all day long. An interesting thing is at this particular brewery at 5, I have like an, about an hour to sort of relax. And they all relax in this little common room you know, drink beers and talk about whatever, you know, guys talk. And you get a little, you know, little nice buzz going. Yeah. And then... Uh, There's a great right scene into... in this where they're, it's very obvious <laughs> that they're getting a little lit. Yeah. And then back to work they go. Yeah. Well, they go to dinner and then you drink sake. So by the time you go back to work in this hot, humid room, you're exhausted, you're pretty lit. And then, you know, that's when the karaoke starts. <laughs> that's true. They are, there, there is a point where they're all singing. While they're working, it seems it's actually very nice. But you do mention it's a this is a bunch of guys. There are no women in the uh, work environment. Would a woman ever be welcome in this world? Yeah, it's like a, it's one of those things in, in Japanese tradition. Like women are not traditionally not allowed to make sushi. They're not really allowed to get on the sumo mat. And this is one of those things. And in sake tradition, there's like a sake god that everybody bows down to. It's a woman god. And so the, uh-huh. the saying is if, if you bring a woman into your brewery, it's going to make this sake god jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, uh, in the last couple of uh, seasons, I've talked to Yechen a few times. He's actually the last two production seasons has have hired two women. Mm. So it's, it's, a, it's a changing thing. That seems like a, a, almost another movie, like a woman being introduced into this very, it's a pretty macho culture. Yeah. It's actually. I met the the one of the women there that worked at the brewery, and I can see she's a tough cookie, and I can see how she can roll with all these guys. <laughs> um, like you mentioned, uh, making the koji rice, which involves basically misting this mold over the rice. Like much of the movie, the scene of them doing this is just beautiful. It almost looks mystical. These just this reddish mold floating luxuriously in the air over the rice. But these are workmen doing tough labor. How aware are they of the poetry of what they're doing? That's, that's a tough one. I've, a lot of these guys have done it for you know, decades, and I don't think they see it as this dance that maybe like foreign eyes might look at it as a dance. But for them, it's just, it's just everyday life for them, you know? Eric Shirai, his documentary The Birth of Sake premieres Monday night on PBS. Do check it out. It's just a beautiful piece of work.